Hi, hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Maddie's Bushwhacker, Luke here. 2015 Hall of Famer. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fe- <laughs> fellas, uh, uh, you guys have a great day, and, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God. We're in. We've had 70-degree weather here. For, I mean, we really had a warm December, and I get on the phone with damn Canadians, and we're spitting snow, so. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. We are back with episode 294 this week. Going to be discussing some women's tag teams. Cesar, someone running for president. GCW, Forbidden Door, fully opened. Or really opened the XFL, Jay White, and a month long celebration. There I am on the screen for you all. Thank you so much to everyone who is here, who has joined, and who will be chatting along with me. Let's get to those here first. We have got. Brian coming in. Thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate you, man. MLW Talk. Yes, we will be talking a little bit of MLW today. Um, It's not something that I normally discuss because on our local establishment, we actually have a team. Two guys, two great guys. Bobby Munson and Papa Smokes that uh, delve deep down into the bowels of MLW. So happy and thankful for them that they are part of this platform of our local establishment that you see right there. There is the logo for it. I'm going to start with some talk about the women's tag team championships. So last night I did a raw watch along and we saw new tag team champions on the women's side of things happen and come out. Joe is being corporate Joe today. He did have to go into work or he would have been joining me here today. But he says, watching while slaving away at work. Joe, thank you so much for coming in. One of these times, we're going to have to, uh, uh, I don't know, we're going to have to do something to allow you back onto the show and onto the program. Because I love having anybody here who is passionate about professional wrestling and wants to talk professional wrestling. I absolutely love having guests on this show. But... All of you who are in these comments week in and week out, I consider you my co-hosts on this ride. So thank you for being my co-hosts. So we did see the Women's Tag Team Championships change hands. So Damage Control lost the Tag Team Championships to Alexa Bliss and Asuka. 
in a shocking move, in my opinion. If you saw the watch along last night, you would have seen my reaction real time to this, to these titles changing hands. I did not expect it, but it happened. So we now know who they are going to face first. And it turns out that this Saturday, as the WWE makes its way for a premium live event over in Saudi Arabia, the newly minted tag team champions will be taking on damage control. That's right. So we're going to see a rematch between Dakota Kai and Io Sky for those tag team championships at the premium live event crown jewel over in Saudi Arabia that is happening November 5th and that will be available on pay-per-view platforms for the most and for uh, those who have the WWE network it will be available there as well I am very interested to see what is going to happen what's going to come of this from this PLE um, considering after we saw Raw, uh, before everything finalized with it, we actually did see the uh, the two teams that have been feuding for the past several months. Um, kind of, you know, still build towards this story that's been going on and still really uh, continue on with things to bring us to this point that we're going to be at now. So it's if they were going to do this match already in Saudi Arabia, was there a need for it to change hands on raw? That is a very big question that people have been asking. Very big question. I personally think that it was okay. And I know I've seen some some uh, people out there on Twitter and on the socials kind of saying, no, they should have just left it. They should have kept it for Saudi Arabia. They should have changed title hands at Saudi Arabia. I'm okay with them doing it this way because this has actually kept me invested in the program of Monday Night Raw, the program of WWE, the program that these four women are in, which, yes, I'm pretty sure that this is all going to build up towards a matchup that's going to happen at Survivor Series, where we will probably see Dakota Kai, Io Sky, and Bailey taking on Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca Belair. I am perfectly fine with that. For those of you that are here watching along with me, give me your thoughts. When we start a topic, give me your thoughts and what you feel, and I will definitely make sure that it gets put down in the bottom here in the comments so that you as my co-host can discuss this with me and with everyone else. 
If you're watching this after the fact, please still leave your comments down below wherever it may be, whether it's on the Twitch page uh, or whether it's over on YouTube or even on my Facebook page for Turnbuckle Talk as well. Go and leave those comments down there. I know that Corporate Joe is not going to be able to be on here uh, for too, too long. So, something a little special that I'm going to do here is I need to play something. And hopefully this uh, this works out well because it uh, was not working out very well before. But let me see how this turns out. Hey guys, Mighty Joe here. Unfortunately... I'm not going to be able to be on the show today. I have to be corporate Joe today again, unfortunately. Um, also, just wanted to let everybody know, I know that in late November I promised some content for Turnbuckle Studios with some Magic the Gathering stuff. Unfortunately, that is not going to be able to happen. Um, it's just become a little too expensive um, of a hobby to do. Uh, the prices have got up into ridiculous territory things that should cost 30 and 40 dollars are nearing a hundred dollars or more so for the time being that kind of content is going to have to be put on hold uh we'll see about maybe doing some arena content or something like that uh in the future but for now unfortunately guys i'm not going to be able to make that happen but i do apologize um and as soon as i can hopefully i can be back on the show here live with uh, carl and you guys so i'll see you guys soon have a good one so there you have it from the words and the mouth of Corporate Joe, unfortunately. Um, yeah, tr times are just uh, getting to be ridiculous, especially when it comes to uh, purchasing hobbies like trading cards or trading or card games, anything like that. So unfortunately, Turnbuckle Studios will not really be showing very much content when it comes to the Magic the Gathering side for the time being. Corporate Joe, for next time, instead of recording this way, record this way for me, and uh, we'll be able to get the full video in there. The application that I use here, Melon, I use Melon app to stream out to different platforms for everyone. It doesn't really um, allow me to change things when it comes to the video in that aspect. So next time, if anybody or if anything needs to be recorded, Record it horizontally, not vertically. I'm going to move on to a little bit of MLW news here. So we know that much like football, much like the NFL, uh, we do have a comment here. Hold on. Let's, let me check this here. There. Okay. Mighty Joe saying that uh, he will try. If not, I'll send you a message and say, dude, fix it. <laughs> Much like the NFL, usually before trade deadlines, um, things kind of change. And it seems like Major League Wrestling seemingly never stops moving. Especially true following their Fightland uh, tapings that happened this past weekend in Philly. So... Uh, we got some different things, some different news that's trickling in from this. Chris Parrish, he was on with me last night for the Raw Watch Along. What's up, brother? Not too much, just doing the show. 
thank you so much for popping in. I appreciate you, my friend. Um, so fight fightful select really has most of the, uh, the, the, the news that's trickling out from all of this. So starting out with MLW's relationship with dragon gate. So Fightland featured dragon gates, uh, shun Skywalker defending the MLW middleweight championship. And it appears that uh, MLW fans are actually going to get to see more of him and other Dragon Gate stars, which is really cool to to, to be able to have uh, more of a crossover between the two sides really coming up. I do absolutely love when we have companies that um, can come together for an agreement and bring us almost dream matches, whether it is on the big leagues with the conglomerate and uh, companies that fall just underneath it, or whether it is on more of an independent scene and level. I love really being able to see these partnerships happening, but apparently that's not on the only deal that MLW has in the works. Fightful is actually revealing that the promotion has a sponsorship agreement with bet online so that's pretty cool as well. That is something that um, we're expected to see announced publicly very, very soon. Now, this past weekend, there were some notable names that were there backstage, including Head Shrinker Samu, the uncle of MLW star Jacob Fatu. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive tackle Jordan Matilla was also there backstage. And it's also reporting that MLW authority figure Cesar Duran is expected to take on a new on-screen role for the promotion coming up. Although it really doesn't say uh, whether it would start at these tapings or not, we do know that he will be in a new type of on-screen role. Duran, for uh, for those who may not be familiar with the MLW product, he was um, Dario on Lucha Underground. So if you're a fan of Lucha Underground, Dario, who is Cesar now, that's where he was and comes from. So Fightful has also revealed that MLW is very high on the Billington brothers, Mark and Thomas. They are actually the nephews of wrestling legend, the Dynamite Kid. The duo actually debuted at Fightland with uh, Thomas really being compared to his uncle, while Mark is being compared more to like uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, who, yeah, even even for myself, Brian Danielson, I would I would kind of equate towards kind of like the British Bulldogs type of uh, work ethic and uh, character style, even as well. I think that that's really really cool, and they're expected uh, to be used more going forward. Kind of joining the likes of like the Von Ericks, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. As uh, and even Fatu as uh, second generation stars working 
within MLW. Chris Best, the best, coming in here, saying, The coming together of companies to do shows somewhat makes me nervous. This stems from watching the nightmares that were the AWA Superclass shows back in the 80s with an LOL afterwards. I, You know what? Like, like those those reservations are always going to be there definitely but we can't stay stagnated in the situation that we're in now where we we don't get to see a lot of these different stars because people have brand loyalty Speaking of brand loyalty, I'm going to take a sip out of my non-sponsored Dr Pepper because that is brand loyalty. And with this brand loyalty that people have to certain companies, they really only know those stars unless they are on the Twitter machine or on the the book of faces or whatever it is uh, 24-7 to really see every piece of news that comes out. They're really not going to know all of these other stars. So I personally feel that this is a very good situation so that we can have more stars yes independent professional wrestlers are stars people we need to showcase these stars a little bit more and allow them to branch out and maybe be seen by some of these bigger companies and brought in yes i'm gonna say it aew i've been a fan of the product since the beginning but you're bloated Stop hiring. You're bloated. Or if you're going to hire, then you need to release some people that you really haven't been using for a while. Please. That's a totally different conversation right there, though. Speaking of things that are a little bit different, the United States presidency has a new name that is running and that name is john cena but maybe not in the way that you're thinking or expecting so much like the rock dwayne johnson john cena is running for president on screen in a film called the independent It's a new film that's going to be streaming on Peacock. It is a political thriller with John Cena playing a former Olympic athlete who has launched a third-party campaign for president. However, a pair of journalists uncover a scandal in the candidate's past that could potentially derail his bid for the White House. Now, John Cena had actually uh, shared a photo of his candidate character from the film and had tweeted out. Now keep in mind, people only read and see what they want to hear. An opportunity to make a run for the Oval Office is what people were seeing and reading in a tweet that was sent out by John Cena. I was getting messages. I was getting tagged in things about John Cena running for president and people legitimately believing that he was running for the presidency of the United States of America. People, 
do your research. Take a little bit of a look into things further. Please. <laughs> My phone currently is sitting at about 52%, even after being charged halfway through the day, because it just blows up all the time with people sending me different things. And this was one of the biggest ones that came out. So November 2nd, that is tomorrow. We are going to see this film called The Independent. And as Joe says, Cena streaming on the cock. That's what's happening. I actually enjoy seeing professional wrestlers make their way into film, make their way into television, uh, much like we just saw. Um, why am I blanking on her name right now? We just saw a female superstar on Chucky. I am a fan of this female superstar. I have had way too many concussions over my career as a professional wrestler, and I am blanking on this right now. Thank you, Chris. Liv Morgan. Wow. Why was that so hard? Liv Morgan, most recently, was working in television. So I do enjoy actually seeing this. Chris Best is welcoming in saying it'd be too bad if he actually did run for president. We'd never see him. LOL. <laughs> That's never going to get old. And I don't think that that is ever going to go away. Maybe, maybe 60 years, maybe a century down the road. That might not be a thing anymore. Uh, but I think that uh, for the most part, it's still going to be a thing for for a century. I will say a century. None of us will be around to know if I'm right or wrong. So I'm just going to say, I'm right. It's going to be a century. I'm very pleased with it, though. I enjoy seeing professional wrestlers make their way and transition into doing the different things. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I, I would love to see more of it because as somebody who was in that ring for a while, for a good 10 years, I was inside of a professional wrestling ring. You are an actor or an actress. Maybe for some, you're just playing a character that is an amped up you. But for others, let's take Wyndham Rotunda, for example, who has to come out and play a character like The Fiend. You've got to be one good damn actor to be able to get people engaged and loving that type of a character. Kerber Joe says we won't be able we won't be even able to notice once he is gone because he looks the same regardless. <laughs> that's true. That's that's very true as well. Another really good thing that's actually happening that has uh no wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. When Hulk Hogan played Rip in No Holds Barred. He was just playing himself. Better to play himself than to play with himself. Just putting that out there. 
a really good thing that has come from a lawsuit is finally available. This lawsuit is coming from IWTV against GCW, Game Changer Wrestling. So Game Changer Wrestling is now partnered with Fight, F-I-T-E. And they're taking their broadcast relationship to the next step. The two companies have announced that all Game Changer Wrestling pay-per-views will be exclusively streaming on Fight Plus. Subscribers will also have access to over 240 past GCW events at a price of $4.99 per month. They are currently offering a seven-day trial. So you can try it out for free for seven days. See if Game Changer Wrestling is what you like. And that all comes from Brett Lauderdale. So these are actually his words. Over the last six years, we've been blessed to see so many loyal and hardcore fans all over the U.S. and around the world. Now, as our schedules become busier and our catalog continues to grow, we want to make it easier for all our fans to follow us on this journey. Lauderdale is hoping that the deal between these two uh, will will help strengthen the relationship between its current fans and also bring in a new generation of Game Changer Wrestling fans. I think it's great. I absolutely love that they're that they have so much that they're able to actually take their catalog and put it out there for us. Now, I know some people are going to be like, dude, he could just do all of that and put it out onto YouTube for free and still make money off of things because, well, people are going to go and click on it and, you know, all of the YouTube partnership uh, platform and program that's available, they would still make money. Yes, I get it. But doing this and going with Fight Plus might be a little bit more uh, secure for them. Uh, They may feel a little bit more comfortable with it. Because this is something that was brought up to me as well when people found out about this. They were like, why aren't they just putting it onto onto YouTube? Because we all know it's going to be out on YouTube at some point anyways. Yeah, I get that. But there are not 240 different events that are out and available just on YouTube. I think it's a good idea for them to do this. It's only $5 a month. It's going to be $5 US a month. So, I mean, you're looking $17 Canadian with exchange and everything else on top of it. Uh, No, not $17. Don't. No, no, no. Um, I think it's a good idea. And I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they're able to take their catalog and put it into a place where people are going to go for it. IWTV for those who don't know, is a service that's available for free on the Plex app. So if you have like a Roku device or a smart TV, you can download the IWTV, the Internet Wrestling Television channel, and be able to still see some different professional wrestling like MLW that will be showing their programs over there now. 
Yeah. So Joe, you're right. When you say this, uh, YouTube has made it harder to make money recently. So it's a smart move on their part. And with that, I fully agree with that. It definitely is smarter on their part. I think anyways, I think so. We do have different sponsors that are part of this program. The first one that I want to talk to you guys about is right there underneath me, Rogue Energy. We are a Rogue affiliate here with our local establishment with OLE Pods. That QR code will take you to the Rogue Energy website where they have some amazing products there to help keep you energized with all natural, even vegan products that are going to be better for you than going and grabbing any of those uh, sugary carbonated type of drinks. One of the best things that you can do is go and grab yourself one of the shaker cups that are there. There is a deal where you get a shaker cup as well as samples of a bunch of the different products that they have available, the different uh, delicious drinks that are available there. My friend Mel Ball has uh, done this and has been giving us amazing reviews on all of these different flavors. And so far, she is very, very impressed. Go and check them out down there. Click on that QR code to go there. Make sure that you are using the promo code OLE pods pluralized OLE pods as you see down below to get 10% off your purchase. Not only are you saving money, but it's also helping bring back to all of the programs that are available here on our local establishment. Thank you so much for that. And please, please go and check them out. Even if you go and check them out, even if you're not making a purchase, that is okay as well. Check them out and see what they have to offer. I am wearing, as always, my collar and elbow branded hat. Let's hear a little bit from uh, my good friend, Al Snow. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand a brand founded on the aspects of wrestling two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere collar and elbow is the brand passion and love for wrestling is the drive i am al snow and this is collar and elbow the wrestling brand There you go. A big thank you to Corporate Joe at this point for stopping in. Says, got to go. Done my lunch break. Enjoy the rest of the show, everyone. Thank you, Joe, for popping in. Joe and I had started everything out as the J&K podcast. And as you saw on that uh, little video screen, you can use a promo code JK Podcast over at collarandelbowbrand.com and get yourself 10% off any purchase you make there. Al Snow and the team over there have been absolutely fantastic to us and with us, and we are very appreciative that we are the first Collar and Elbow sponsored podcast 
from the inception. So go and check them out as well. Collarandelbowbrand.com. Use the promo code JKPODCAST and get 10% off your entire purchase over there. Doors open, doors close, and we have closed some doors on some of our other sponsors that we have had in the past, but we're not disappointed with that. But we're very thankful for the opening of new doors, just like this one. A new door has been opened, and surprisingly, it is with the WWE, the conglomerate of World Wrestling Entertainment. So, we're going to be getting a matchup between Shinsuke Nakamura of the WWE taking on the Great Muda. So, Nakamura, in talking with uh, Tokyo Sport, actually is quoted as saying, there were people in the WWE who pushed back. It's nothing but a miracle. Of course I wanted to do it. I opened a door that no one could break in. (laughs) It's a real forbidden door. And that's quoted right from him. I think that this is absolutely exciting and really does open a door for many more opportunities for the WWE and the new regime that's being led by Triple H to branch out and work with these different companies that are out there. Um, whether it is like this one, Pro Wrestling Noah whether it is with New Japan Pro Wrestling, whether it is with MLW, GCW, Impact Wrestling. I'm not going to mention AEW or Ring of Honor in that because, well, they're both owned by Tony Khan right now. And we know that stuff like that has been talked about before. Eh, but really hasn't worked out very well. So I'm very excited about this. Um, the Great Muda, legendary wrestler, um, also known as uh, Kaiji Muta, or Muto, sorry, Kaiji Muto. Um, he's going to be retiring early next year and has been on a retirement tournament uh, and tour in recent months, which included a surprise appearance. Yes, with AEW uh, Rampage Grand Slam, where he assisted Sting in a match. But Pro Wrestling Anoa announced Sunday that Muda will be competing in at least one last dream match against Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, when we say dream match, that is 100% what we freaking mean. This is a dream matchup. I am very excited about this. Shinsuke Nakamura is excited about this. We really haven't heard anything from the great Muda on this, but I am sure that the great Muda is going to be excited for this as well. Um, The two guys are not uh, foreign to each other. 
Um, they once had a rivalry over the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship back in 2008, and they're now officially set to square off on January 1st, 2023 at the Budokan Arena in Tokyo. Let's come back here now. Let's get to this comment here. Chris, I too am excited for Nakamura versus Muda, but you'd think they'd do a match on a New Japan show considering that's where both men built their legacies. You know what? I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but as it stands right now, New Japan Pro Wrestling really has a great amount of stars. And I, I'm not saying an overabundance of stars. I'm saying a great roster. So while this may be something that would be a good draw for a show, I don't think that it's really needed for New Japan. But let's throw a little bit of limelight onto Pro Wrestling Noah, which is where this event is going to take place. I think that it's the smart move for them to do this with Pro Wrestling Noah as opposed to doing it with New Japan Pro Wrestling because we're going to get to focus a little bit more on a promotion just as I talked about earlier with wrestlers not really being well known and uh, being able to get a shine let's do the same for a promotion that may not be very well known to people and put a shine on them and this is a great way for them to do that i'm very very happy about this and i'm so looking forward to this matchup I want to transition a little bit here away from professional wrestling, but maybe not so much away from professional wrestling because this still is involving The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I want to talk a little bit about the XFL. Now, quick little history blurb on the XFL. Vince McMahon started and created the XFL and it seemingly tanked. He tried to revive it. It tanked once again. The Rock comes in and says... I'll purchase it, dude. I'll give you, I'll throw you some cash and let me take this over and let me try this. So early on Monday morning, the XFL posted a YouTube video hosted by ESPN's Laura Rutledge, which officially unveiled the eight teams that will compete in the upcoming XFL season. So the lineup of teams has been announced and we have got sorry i <laughs> i thought i saw another comment pop up so that's why i'm switching between here i've got one screen here one screen here camera in the middle the teams are going to be the arlington renegades the dc defenders the houston roughnecks the orlando guardians the san antonio brahmas the seattle sea dragons the Vegas Vipers, and my team, Kaka, the St. Louis Battlehawks. I'm very happy that the Battlehawks are coming back and that St. Louis is having that team. So, yes, the XFL, which ran briefly in 2020 before shutting down following uh, COVID-19 pandemic or endemic, whatever you want to say, um, a few of those teams are returning. Uh, the Vegas Vipers and the Antonio 
Brahmas will represent the two expansion clubs, while the Arlington Renegades are the successors to the Dallas Renegade squad. Exciting for those people who are fans of football and maybe a different take on football. This is very exciting. The teams that are not returning for the upcoming season are the New York Guardians, the Tampa Bay Vipers, and the Los Angeles Wildcats, with Orlando and Vegas taking the names of the Tampa Bay and New York teams, respectively. Um, The XFL confirmed all those changes the other day. Uh, Several of them had been made known by The Rock, back at the XFL Town Hall, which took place back in July. Um, The games will be broadcast on ESPN, ESPN2, and FX from 2023 through 2027. So we already know that um, hopefully things go right and we actually do get from 2023 to 2027, having the XFL. With most businesses, you need a period of anywhere from three to five years to really know if the business is going to work out. Hopefully, The Rock is giving this that attention. And even if the first two or three years loses money, hopefully things continue on from there so that we can actually get that good five-year check to where they most likely will start making profit off of the XFL. Moving on. We're done with the XFL, and we're coming to one of my favorites in the world of professional wrestling right now, Switchblade J white so the iwgp world heavyweight champion understands the magnitude of his upcoming title defense against uh, kazuchika okada which will headline wrestle kingdom 17 inside the tokyo dome on january 4th 2023 This is actually going to be the second time that Jay White headlines Wrestle Kingdom, which is New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest event of the year. So if you want to equate it to a North American something or other, this is New Japan's WrestleMania. Jay White spoke with NBC Sports Boston's 10 Count Podcast recently, and they talked about the title match. Um... And this is this is what he is quoted as saying, you know, it could be, it could be the way it's naturally been built up over the years. It was only a few years ago where we set the day after Wrestle Kingdom, I believe at a press conference where he was welcoming me into chaos. And I told him that I would eventually come for him. And he kind of laughed at it. Now, look. It's the other way around, and he's going to have to be coming for me now as well. So it very well could be the biggest matches, if not the biggest 
Wrestle Kingdom in history. Very, very big words from Jay White as he's talking about the showdown with Okada and believing that it could be the biggest bout in Wrestle Kingdom history. I think as well that it very well could be. This is, again, another matchup that I am really looking forward to. Okada is absolutely fantastic and has proven himself time and time and time and time and time again inside of that ring. Jay White, ditto, (laughs) I guess we could say. He definitely has proven himself time and time again. And I really enjoyed the style of both of these competitors inside that ring Wrestle Kingdom 17, Tokyo Dome, January 4th, 2023. Check it out. Find a way to watch it. I don't care how. This is going to be a show that you don't want to miss, especially for that main event. Let us take a look here quickly as well for uh, one more little shout out and this is to a show another show that i am on check out this little video clip That's right, a new show on the Our Local Establishment, the Ole Podcast Network, is a show called Paramindful, where every second Monday, we are going to be bringing you a new episode. Mel Ball, Alex, and myself are discussing, as Mel says, everything spooky-ooky-ish. That comes to you Mondays. Every second Monday. Our debut episode is already out. It happened one week, one day ago. Go over and check that out because I think you will be thoroughly impressed as we kind of give um, a little background into what got us into the paranormal and why we are so enthralled with it. Chris coming in saying, just a bit of fantasy thinking, but how cool would it be if Jay White came to the WWE and joined up with the Judgment Day or Bray Wyatt? You see, I think that 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 could be something interesting that could happen. Um, Considering, especially with the Judgment Day, because the Judgment Day right now is kind of feuding with uh, a group that, calling themselves the OC, the original club. Um, Lou Gallows, Carl Anderson, and AJ Styles, who are all former members of the Bullet Club. Which, yes, still to this day, Jay White is the leader of the Bullet Club all over the world. 
So I think that that would be really interesting, especially if he joined up with Judgment Day and maybe uh, maybe threw in some Bullet Club references within the Judgment Day to have maybe a BC versus OC. I like that thinking. I like that thinking. That's pretty cool. Chris is always coming up with some of the good stuff like that. Definitely is. I'm going to throw this graphic up here on the screen right now. I want everybody to see this. Celebrate these guys. Come on. You can sing that if you want to, because I know that's how you heard it. Casey and the Sunshine Band. We're looking at Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Throughout the month of November, the WWE will be celebrating a decade of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. The WWE's official website announced that their social media channels will share classic video highlights, rare and never-before-seen photos, and more, including special Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins-themed episodes of the YouTube series Top 10 and WWE Playlist. It's actually November 18th that will mark the official 10 years since Rollins and Reigns, collectively known as The Shield back then with Dean Ambrose, debuted at the WWE Survivor Series in 2012. Yes, people. Yes. 10 years already for these two guys being in the WWE. I'm I'm actually very excited about this. And I do know that even as of right now, the WWE has been putting out different content in regards to Dean Ambrose. Yes including Dean Ambrose a little bit, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. As they really showed their debut, like we talked about from Survivor Series back in 2012, that was one of the clips uh, where they had come in and uh, just powerbombed and uh, really came in and made a statement. So I love that the WWE is not moving away from uh, excluding Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, as he is, he is now known over in AEW. They aren't excluding him out of these vignettes that are going to happen or these videos that are going to be played. But the celebration is collectively around Rollins and Reigns. I think it's absolutely fantastic that the WWE has been taking a stance and doing these things. We have seen uh, kind of in the past, uh, recently, they have done this for like John Cena, they've done it for uh, Rey Mysterio, they've done it for DX, where giving them, you know, kind of some special time for them to celebrate their careers and legacies that have been left on the professional wrestling business. And they are now doing the same thing with these two. And I'm very happy that they're doing it. And again, I think that this is something that really comes back to being part of the Triple H era of the WWE is really offering us a little bit more when it comes to breaking down barriers and showcasing these stars as 
they should be and making sure that we are acknowledging even with the whole dx night that they had on monday night raw they're acknowledging where we have come from and why we have these amazing stars now I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me here once again on Turnbuckle Talk. This has been an absolute amazing episode. Thank you to all of my co-hosts. Yes, that's all of you that have been here with me through this episode in that chat, talking along with me. Again, Chris Best, one of these days, if you got the setup, you need to get a hold of me and I will have you on this program as well to discuss some of these different topics. I like to try to put out some topics that maybe not everybody is talking about, maybe not everybody is seeing in the mainstream. That is what I like to do. Thank you so much to all of you that have been here live. Thank you to all of those that are watching this after the fact, whether it is on our local establishment's Twitch page, Turnbuckle Studios' Twitch page, Turnbuckle Studios on YouTube, or Turnbuckle Talk over on Facebook. Thank you, each and every one of you. Talking about our local establishment, I want to bring up here for everyone what is coming up this week on our local establishment. For myself, Carl Carafel, and the entire team here with Turnbuckle Talk, I want to say thank you. For anything having to do with myself, Carl Carafel, there is a QR code on the screen right now that will take you over to my link tree, which will allow you to follow me on all the different socials and so that you know exactly where I am. Any like, share, follow and subscription is definitely appreciated to help take things to the next level, whether it is within affiliate status with Twitch or partner with YouTube. Make sure you click on that QR code. Remember, everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other.